Hi, welcome to Tales and Treasures of Taiwan. This is a show about a multitude of cultural facets here in Taiwan, from religion to customs, festival to tourism, performing arts to indigenous culture, and of course, the culinary goodness of Formosa. It's your one-stop shop to all things Taiwan, and I'm your host Joey. 欢迎大家收听台湾文化新视野，我是主持人 Joey。台湾的民间工艺包罗万象，从篆刻到漆艺、刺绣到剪黏，各行各业的匠师们用他们的双手打造出最具有地方色彩和民俗意象的美术成品。每一门民间工艺都带着一套严谨的传统与师承，而这些大师们手上的文化技艺，在科技产品日新月异的二十一世纪，会面临什么样的挑战？这个月就让我们来谈谈台湾的民间工艺。Taiwan's folk arts are much more than artistic disciplines; they represent the colonial history and cultural memories of this immigrant-based nation. As technology advances exponentially in the 21st century, how well the craftsmanship of the old clash with the manufacturing ways of the new? This month. We'll talk about the folk arts of Taiwan, and for this week, we'll talk about Taiwan's mosaic tile sculpting, traditionally an artistic discipline for decorating the temples and pagodas of local communities. Taiwan's 剪黏工艺早期多数用于寺庙的装饰，历史非常悠久，而且工法独特。这周我们邀请到台南市艺术家协会的常务理事叶明吉老师。为我们说明台湾剪黏的历史、发展以及传承。For this week, we invite Master Ye to tell us about the art of Taiwanese mosaic tile sculpting. 我们昨天谈到的是剪黏工艺传承的问题。那今天来谈一谈，政府有在帮助剪黏匠师们传承这项文化吗？其实政府是有在支持啊，哈，但是他们。在做决策的这些单位啊，我就觉得他们都是在冷气房当中去思考怎么处理这些问题。之前呃，好像也有做过一个专栏叫做《名师出高徒》，嗯，就是说，哎，因为我们是名师嘛，哈，那当然去拉拔你的徒弟啦，你去收徒弟，然后每一一个徒弟一个月补助你一万块，嗯，好，那那那他们就觉得哦。这种政策应该不错，这是没有用的，因为你一个学徒来，你一个月补助他一万块，那他一万块他可以生活吗？哦，不够吧？不可能。那而且做几年的学徒的工作又那么累，一个月来讲的话，如果以现在几年的业界，随便当个学徒一个月都要超过四万块，哦，没有说什么二十二 K 啦、三十 K 那个在几年这个行业，因为他比较辛苦嘛。所以都会超过4 0 k， 那你超过4 0 k 的话，你是不是当师傅的还要再付三万块出去？嗯哼，就是说政府补助一万，你要再给他三万。问题是你有那么大的量吗？嗯所以我一再提醒文化部说，你们要做这可以，但是你要让这个检验有通路。你假设没有通路的话，你这个是行不通的。嗯。所以到最后，这个政策还是草草的收场。嗯，所以、嗯、对了，其实很多的政策都是需要配套啊。嗯
，你不能只单方面的去给个赞助啊,啊,啊，这边师傅没有办法做生意，啊、那你又有学徒又有什么用？那通路怎么来？嗯，因为政府他可以给你的就是古迹修复嘛，嗯哼，但是在我们的这个既有的制度，就是必须要先从建筑师遴选开始，建筑师的遴选呢，可能旁边有一些专家学者啦。民俗工作者啊，遴选委员他们做一个开会检讨、嗯，然后到最后把整个 case 交代给建筑师。嗯、那建筑师再依据这些东西再去做设计规划、嗯，再把这个用公共工程招标的方式发包给营造厂。那营造厂再来找我们这些匠师，对吗？哈，那他们都觉得说，因为这个是行之有年，他们都觉得说这个方式是对的。嗯但是我一直跟他们说，这个方式是错的、哦、你在一个古迹工地，说真的，谁最大？建筑师最大、嗯。因为建筑师他如果不跟你签名的话，你谁都不用领钱、嗯。但是你建筑师，你真的懂那么多吗？他是受西洋教育的建筑师。对，因为据我所知啦，哈，有很多的建筑师，其实他们对传统建筑这个区块，他们是真的是很陌生。嗯、为什么可以来做这个区块？他们是一再的去请教这些匠师，这样老师傅啊，都说哎，我弄改清稿啊，师傅啊，这边要走，这些要弄了，所以他去到处去问，德兄，他问了很多，但是在这些老师傅跟他的对答的一个过程呢，他没办法跟你讲的很详细，你可能你只接收到大概五成至六成，那你就觉得哦，那个我已经懂了，而且。你南部也问，中部也问，北部也问，大家可能有些做法不一样。对，好、哦，那当然他们的称也不太一样。嗯，那种专有名词。对，专有专有名词也不太一样。那他们就全部照单全收。嗯哼，嗯哼收完了之后，全部哎，他他就把它写成论文。其实我们必须要去学习日本他们在处理古迹的方式。他们整个中心的主导是谁？是僵尸在主导。嗯但是我们现在是不是本末倒置？对，变成说，在整个工地呢，这样是必须要听建筑师、听专家学者、听谁谁，全部都要听。他本身的记忆，他拿得出来吗？嗯，我们是把它当成一般的建筑工人。Reviving the traditional craft of mosaic tile sculpting is a matter of supporting the livelihood of the artisans. The government does offer support. But more efforts may be needed to make the policies sustainable. For example, an official apprenticeship program was previously offered, with 10,000 NT a month of subsidy provided for master craftsmen who take on students. But those in the business say this is simply not enough. Mosaic tile sculpting is such a difficult and demanding art form that apprentices usually command a much higher salary. Averaging forty thousand NT a month, this could mean that the mentor would have to pay an additional thirty thousand NT a month out of his or her own pockets, an expense that may not be sustainable in the long run, considering that there is not that much business nowadays. Another issue is the role of overseeing restoration jobs. Government contracts to restore ruined or culturally significant buildings are essentially part of the craftsman's income nowadays. But generally in Taiwan, architects are in charge of a worksite, and everything must be signed off by this head architect. But they may not be as knowledgeable about traditional arts as your traditional temple builders or mosaic tile sculptors. 
even if the head architect consults experts. They may add their own interpretations or mix different regional styles, making it more difficult to preserve this traditional folk art. That's it for our conversation this month about the folk art of Taiwan. This is another Tales and Treasures of Taiwan. I'm Joey. Have a good night.